0: Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me on the internet every single day following the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBT community. In this week's headlines, Yelp announced a new searchable attribute on its popular consumer website and app that allow patrons to find gender-neutral bathrooms. Log cabin Republicans are surprised to be surprised by not-so-good-for-the-gays President Trump. The director of the new live action version of Disney's Beauty and the Beast revealed the film would feature Disney's first ever exclusively gay moment. RuPaul's Drag Race heads to a new network for season 9 of the hit series, and this year's best picture, Moonlight, is about to get even bigger. This is The Randy Report. First up this week, popular consumer website Yelp has announced that they will add a new business attribute that will help users identify businesses that offer gender-neutral restrooms to patrons. Obviously, this will be a big boon to the transgender community for finding those businesses that offer peace of mind and safety. Now, what constitutes a gender-neutral restroom, you ask? Well, according to Yelp, gender-neutral bathrooms will be those described as accessible to persons of any gender, and are a locking single stall bathroom. Now, on both the mobile versions of Yelp and on the desktop, users will be able to see whether or not a business offers gender-neutral bathrooms to patrons, and they're also going to be adding it as a search attribute. So just as you would search for child-friendly restaurants, or local parking, or covered parking, or any of those kinds of attributes, you're also going to be able to search for gender-neutral restrooms. This is excellent news. Yelp's head of diversity inclusion, Rachel Williams, issued a statement saying, this is one of the first times we've integrated any type of public policy or social stance into our products. Conversations started to happen internally about how uncomfortable people are with what's going on in the world today in our country with people's civil liberties and rights. Our product team wanted to help out and get involved. Additionally, Yelp has announced that it is participating in an amicus brief supporting trans student Gavin Grimm, who filed a suit against his local school board for denying him the use of the boys' restroom at his school. This isn't the first time that Yelp has actually gotten involved on these kinds of issues. You'll recall in the past, Yelp has taken a stance in the states of Arizona, Indiana, Arkansas, and North Carolina. Because according to Yelp, we believe it's important for the business community to speak up in support of equality for all. At Yelp, we thrive on inclusion and acceptance, And we hope that our support for Gavin's case and the addition of this new business attribute will help our friends in the LGBTQIA community. As I said, this is excellent news for the transgender community. Five stars for Yelp. On the political front, you'll recall back in December of 2015, the log cabin Republicans, those conservative gays, were absolutely beside themselves about the idea of a President Donald Trump. They were saying at the time that the reality show host would be the most pro-gay candidate among the then-crowded field of 17 Republican presidential hopefuls. Gregory T. Angelo, the president of Log Cabin Republicans, said at the time, he is one of the best, if not the best, pro-gay Republican candidate ever to run for the presidency. Now, we should take a moment here to admit that that's a very low bar to reach if you think about it. How many pro-gay Republican presidential candidates have there been? At the time, they were touting the fact that he had been to a gay wedding, he was friends with George Takei, and they felt his record wouldn't bear out that he would be an enemy to the gay community. Well, here we are, two years later, with the Trump administration and a President Trump who in his first weeks has gone after the protections that the Obama administration put in place to protect transgender students at schools. Immediately after the Trump White House announced its decision, LGBT advocacy groups jumped into action. We had statements like Chad Griffin, the president of the human rights campaign saying, what could possibly motivate a blind and cruel attack on young children like this? These transgender students simply want to go to school in the morning without fear of discrimination or harassment. The consequences of this decision will no doubt be heartbreaking. But while those LGBT advocacy groups were jumping into action, The log cabin Republicans were silent for a few days. Finally, they issued a rather tepid statement of disappointment in the Trump administration. Then, this week, they wrote a letter. A letter, folks. Oh, that's going to do it. A letter. They wrote a letter addressed to Attorney General Jeff Sessions and Education Secretary Betsy DeVos. Those were the two departments that teamed up to rescind the order. In the letter, they said, Log cabin Republicans are proud to help play a part in President Trump's goal to make America great again. To this end, we request that the Trump administration and the Department of Justice's Civil Rights Division and Department of Education's Office of Civil Rights reconsider rescinding the protections for transgender students. Well, that should do it, folks, don't you think? They're just going to ask him to rescind. Change your minds. That'll do it. I think that's very powerful in politics, don't you? And then Angelo, the group's president, issued a statement saying last week while liberals were howling at the heavens, log cabin Republicans had our heads down working to develop common sense conservative solutions to protect transgender students. Their answer was to ask Trump to sustain the positive elements of the previous Obama administration guidance while refining those parts that had become flashpoints for controversy. The letter was signed by Angelo, as well as several members of the group who are either transgender or have transgender children. They finished their letter by saying, Log Cabin Republicans stand in support of our country's transgender students. Well, while I certainly appreciate them standing with transgender students, a polite letter to the administration is not going to get the job done, in my opinion. On the crime front, here's a story just to let you know that every now and then you can actually count on justice. North Carolina man Brandon Ray Davis has been arrested on an extraditable warrant for felony aggravated battery and the homophobic gay bashing of a couple in Key West last week. Kevin Seymour and Kevin Paul Taylor alleged that Davis tried to run them down on a scooter, called them fags, and yelled, I bet you faggots voted for that bitch Hillary, and you live in Trump country now. Also during the incident, Davis reportedly threatened to Cut you up when Seymour said he was calling the police, who identified Davis through the company he used to rent the scooter. Now, there's a bright man, huh? The victims noted the license plate on the scooter, found the scooter at the rental company, and Davis's driver's license is on file as having rented the scooter. Boom. Now, Davis is accused of using a deadly weapon, his scooter, to nearly run down the two men on bicycles while yelling at them. According to authorities, Davis plans on fighting the extradition, but they say that's a fight he's going to lose. We'll stay tuned on this story because it could take about 20 days after his March 30th court appearance before he's transported to Florida. In entertainment news, Bill Condon, the director of the upcoming live-action remake of Disney's Beauty and the Beast, shared in an interview with Attitude magazine that the new film will feature Disney's first ever exclusively gay moment on film. From the article, Condon said, LeFou is someone who on one day wants to be Gaston and on another day wants to kiss Gaston. He's confused about what he wants. It's somebody who's just realizing that he has these feelings. And Josh Gad, the actor who plays LeFou, makes something really subtle and delicious out of it. And that's what has its payoff at the end, which I don't want to give away, but it is a nice exclusively gay moment in a Disney film. Well, folks, with every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, and the haters had to come out. Soon after his statement, there was a boycott on life petitions urging people to mail postcards expressing concern to Disney. Evangelical preacher Franklin Graham called for a Christian boycott of the film in a viral Facebook post, saying they're trying to push the LGBT agenda into the hearts and minds of your children. Watch out! It's always an emergency, isn't it? Also in reaction, an Alabama theater owner announced that he was banning the new live-action musical, saying he didn't want to expose his customers to the new gay character in the film. In light of all the hoopla, Bill Condon expressed regret that he had even shared the moment, telling Screen Crush, it's all been overblown. It's just part of what we had fun with. I feel like I love the way it plays pure when people don't know and it comes as a nice surprise. Why is this such a big deal? And later he told USA Today, to me I have to say my heart sinks a little that we're even talking about this moment. I like the idea of it coming as a surprise and I hope people don't know where it comes. From what I've read, Entertainment Weekly Magazine has screened the film and all of this, spoiler alert, I'm not going to give too much away, but all of this isn't really all that much apparently. There's a little bit of flirting and there's a moment of two male characters dancing together. (gasps) Horrors. I'm sure it's going to be absolutely fine. I've seen the trailers for the film and it looks terrific and beautiful and sounds great. I can't wait to see it. In TV news... RuPaul's Drag Race, in the wake of its highest-rated season ever, is sashaying away from Logo heading to greener pastures on VH1. As we all know, Logo long ago left its original mission statement of creating LGBT-centric original programming other than RuPaul's Drag Race. And at times, Ru's relationship with the network has been a bit tempestuous. Back in 2014, the drag diva took offense to the idea that Logo would distance itself over a kerfuffle over the use of the word, I don't like it myself, tranny. Rue took to Twitter at the time to remind folks who was paying the effing light bill, tweeting, trust, Logo TV hasn't distanced itself from me, not while I'm still paying the effing light bill over there. Just in time for season nine of RuPaul's Drag Race, we get a press release from the network saying coming off of RuPaul's Emmy win and a ratings record-breaking season of all-stars. The fandom around RuPaul's drag race has only continued to swell as we head into season nine, said Pamela post senior vice president of original programming and development at logo broadcasting the show on VH one will allow more fans to experience the energy heart and talent. These fierce Queens bring to the stage every week. Also part of Season 9, it was recently announced that Lady Gaga will make an appearance at some time during the upcoming season. The new season of RuPaul's Drag Race premieres March 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern on VH1. And finally, great news for this year's winner for Best Picture at the Oscars. The independent film that could, Moonlight, will be expanding its distribution to over 1,500 theaters now in light of its huge win at the Academy Awards. While the film is available on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital download sites like iTunes and Amazon, nothing beats watching a gorgeous movie on a big screen. That's the way they were meant to be viewed. And as I've mentioned before in past podcasts, the gorgeous Barry Jenkins-directed film, which chronicles a young African-American gay man's coming of age in Florida, was my favorite film of 2016. And it's the first LGBT-themed movie to ever win big at the Oscars. If you haven't seen the film yet, or even if you have, head out to the movies and enjoy this artful, riveting film. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. Remember, you can subscribe to The Randy Report on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Just hit the subscribe button and you'll be alerted every time I upload a new podcast. I know it's sometimes hard to keep up with LGBT news, and so part of my focus with The Randy Report is to make this accessible and easy listening for everyone. So if you subscribe, you can download at your leisure and listen in the car, while you're commuting, while you're having your morning coffee, whenever's good for you. So subscribe now. Also, you can find me every single day on the internet at TheRandyReport.com, where I follow the daily news cycle in terms of politics pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBT community. Thanks for listening, everyone, and I'll see you next week.